never heard of. Hey everybody, welcome to the Common Folk Podcast with Ben, Morgan, and Andy. All right, so we're back on here, Morgan. Yeah, we're here. We're down to man, though. We are down to man. How are we, how are we going to do this? Well, that, you know, last week know. it was just him. So he carried, oh, yeah. he carried the water by That himself. was a little bit odd. That was. Well, well, we were so busy. Hey, he's a busy guy. You guys got a lot going on. Well, yeah. Didn't you do a bunch of stuff for Labor Day? Oh, my gosh. Yes. It was. I, I had to run back up to, to Lynch. I had a oh. bunch of stuff going on up there, too. So. What'd you have? Oh, you know, we have a property here, a property there, a cabin everywhere else, and also had to run up to Cedar Valley, check on my dog. Okay. So, uh, that's how Mark likes to do it. You know, you, you check in every so often with the dog, um, and then you get to do some of the things that he's learning with him. Okay. And then, so it's not just all a new thing uh, when you come back. Right. So I, yeah. it makes a lot of sense. I probably didn't explain it very well there, but yeah. Uh, no, yeah. you can explain it a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. So, but well, we got an expert here with us. I know. We do. I know. We have one heck of a guest here. So I know, I know. Ben was saying that, uh, he wished he could be here. So sorry, but he's in the fields with, uh, farmers, you know, trying to get their combines going yep. for harvest and, uh, getting them some more power. So, and for folks that don't know on the, the farm focus side, this is a really busy time for it's you guys. Crazy. And it's not just the apparel and the clothing stuff, which you guys are always swamped with that. Yeah. Um, but the diesel tuning mm-hmm. and Ben's been doing this for a number of years. So he's just growing and growing that side of the business. And yeah, harvest is around the corner. Yep. So he's getting calls from everywhere to go do uh, tune up some of these diesel yeah. engines. I got right? a couple calls that rang through the shop and then that means that his phone was busy. Oh, so no. then it pushed through here. <laughs> so yeah, he's he's really busy, hands on. So anyways. So, yeah. Yep, yep. So that's so that's what Ben's doing. He's staying busy on the yeah. diesel tuning. We can side. handle this without him. We actually don't need him. I think so. Well, you know, I don't want to say that. I mean, but... he just normally turns the yeah, gears and it's a couple buttons. You do all the editing. Right. Yeah. That's that's where the talent is. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh let's introduce our guest yes, here. Yes, tell me who you have here. Jordan Heiderman. Jordan, how you doing? Doing good, doing good. Thanks for having me on. Now, now, am I saying that correctly? I always get kind of nervous, especially with my name being Classen, people saying Clausen, and and I, I just don't even, it doesn't phase me anymore. I'm just like, what, you know, whatever you're comfortable with and saying I don't like correcting people. Right. Well, that's know? the same with our last name. So is it Heiderman, Heiderman? I've heard everything. Yeah. Uh, not same here. I don't really care how you say it, but uh, <laughs> Heiderman, yeah. Heiderman. All right. Heiderman. All right. Okay. So... Uh, I first became aware of Jordan. Um, well, you know, I cover high school sports. Quite yeah. A bit. Yeah. And I can remember everyone saying, there's this kid in Norfolk. He's a monster. Like he, they said this years ago. Yeah. Years ago. Okay. A few years ago. Okay. Long time ago. Um, long, 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 <laughs> no, long. you're not that old. You're talking <laughs> to some old people young here. Man. <laughs> um, but Jordan was a heck of a wrestler. And then um, you could argue maybe even a better football player. Um, and then, you know, you, you run your course, you go to, through college and all that stuff. And then he came back up again. Uh, Jared and I talk a lot about mixed yeah. martial arts and UFC and all that. Right. And, uh, where I was taking Kylo to get trained, uh, Mark Christensen, the owner's like, well, hey, this guy's going to be, uh, he's going to be in a big fight here at Madison Square Garden coming up. Said, what are you talking about? <laughs> he's like, You're like wait, this guy right here? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, whoa. So, uh, Jordan, could you kind of tell us a little bit about... Um, start, start with your high school days there at Norfolk public, right? You were yep. a Panther. Yep. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you were a wrestler, but you played football. I, I assume you did track too. 
Uh, no, I did not do track, but, mm. uh, you know, definitely competed in, you know, football and wrestling and, uh, I loved them both. And, uh, I knew I was going to do one or the other in college mm-hmm. and I, I chose to go football, um, and w- ended up going to a junior college out of Western, uh, red shirted a year, um, ended up playing and starting for two years. It was a two year captain, won a national championship. Wow. Uh, yeah. my second year there though, they, uh, started a wrestling team and didn't have a heavyweight. Mm-hmm. So, so they looked at guess, you. <laughs> guess who was peeking in the windows? I was like, yeah, Hey, yeah. you guys need, need me? Yeah. Yet? Or, uh, yeah. So like halfway through the season, uh, football was over. Uh, they're like, Hey, you want to come to practice and maybe wrestle for us? I'm like, absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I had a decent wrestling time there and then, uh, ended up getting a scholarship to go finish out football at Indiana university. Oh, sweet. So then he went and played in the Big Ten. And for okay. folks who don't know, Iowa Western is kind of a powerhouse in everything. Baseball, Absolutely. football. Yep. I would assume their wrestling team is fantastic. Yep. You know, you're kind of in a hotbed of, of wrestling. Iowa, Nebraska, Missouri even. Um, so that's pretty cool that you got to be there at the start of the birth of a wrestling program like that. Yeah. Um, tell us about Indiana a little bit. You played two years there? I did. Yeah. And my gosh, it was probably one of the toughest times. I mm. ever, not only like academically, like the, yeah. the classes were huge and challenging. Uh, but then the football program was just so competitive uh, and they were always on you to do good, you know, so mm-hmm. you okay. just have to definitely bring it every day. But. So was it a huge difference from the junior college? You think just work wise, like study wise or all of it because it was bigger it's just everything was so indiana was like a a losing program when i was oh there. they were yeah oh, okay and there's they're okay they have decent years but uh so the coaches were a lot harder on the players i feel because their jobs were on the line every oh, single year yeah mm-hmm. it's like we need to start winning games or i'm like start looking for a new job gotcha thing so uh, Iowa Western, they, the coaches knew they were going to be there for a long time. And actually the head coach from Iowa Western is still there and they just came off a national championship year this last year. Okay. And I think that really made the difference is, you know, the coaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you hear that all the time and I'm sure with you interviewing people, mm-hmm. I mean, and our kids are, have been in sports and our daughter played D1 soccer at Colorado state. I mean, coaches make a huge difference. Truly does. Truly yeah. Does. Yeah. yeah. And and that's no joke. It's called the coaching carousel. Every offseason, people are getting fired, people are getting hired. Mm-hmm. And it, it's no joke, especially in an uber competitive environment like the Big Ten. You know, people think of Indiana as just a basketball school. No, that football program brings in a lot of revenue. Um, so it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you're a starting D lineman or a cornerback or a quarterback. You better be doing your job. Right. Or the coach is going to be looking for a new job on this next uh, cycle. That, so you no played, though? There? Yeah, a little uh, bit. A little bit. You know, okay. I wasn't a starter or anything. Played some special teams. But uh, yeah. yeah, it was just a, a tough environment to really be able to open up and, and compete at your highest level. But, yeah. Do you feel it, it did you well in like other aspects of your life going from, you know, Norfolk could be considered a bigger town for Nebraska, maybe. But it's nothing like Bloomington, Indiana, you know, and being thrown in a class of 200 students or something like that at a Big Ten school. Was that kind of a shock for you at first? And, you know, did it maybe help you down the road? Uh, so, yeah, Bloomington, uh, it's it's not much bigger than Norfolk, really. I, it yeah. might be 
double the size. It's a college but town. Then, yeah. But then it triples in size yeah. when college is in session. <laughs> but, oh, it was beautiful out there, you mm-hmm. know. It was mm-hmm. beautiful trees and hills and little quarries and stuff. Yeah, I so lo- that, I felt you, that fit you pretty good then? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. So um, then let's fast forward to where you're at. How did you get into mixed martial arts? Because um, where he really came up, and I think people started to take notice, uh, you were on The Ultimate Fighter. And that's a really cool series, oh, UFC series okay. on ESPN. Yeah, you yeah. know, a lot of people watch it. A lot of people get into it. And then for folks like my brother and stuff, who's this guy from Nebraska <laughs> that's winning fights on The Ultimate Fighter? Yeah. So uh, you're like, we're going to watch this now. How did that happen where you went from college football to mixed martial arts and now you're at one of the highest stages? Right. Yeah. Um, you know. I had two older brothers that did some MMA mm. uh, at the amateur level. Uh, so I always knew about it and I played around with it, you know, mm-hmm. training in garages and stuff. And, but I was always so busy uh, with wrestling and football uh, and then going off to college. Uh, but I always knew like, Hey, if wrestling doesn't work out, football doesn't work out, I'm going to do MMA. I'm okay. going to try, I'm gonna <laughs> right. try every resource I got here. And uh, that's what I've been doing ever since, uh, you know, I graduated from college and, been a heck of a life so far wow yeah i mean i guess i don't even know enough about mma i just so like you just see it on tv yeah, and stuff like that i just yeah. don't even know where do you even find do you even call them matches i call it sounds so dumb <laughs> well, i mean is it or is yeah, it matches what do you call them bouts whatever okay you like wh- you just decide you're gonna do it you get you find a coach like how is the whole you know, process work. Is it you're at a gym or do you have like team? There's no team. You're by yourself, right? Uh, like you have gyms and that's considered your team. And coaches okay, and stuff. it is. Yeah, I mean, okay. But like with how Norfolk works and kind of Nebraska in general, unless you're in like Omaha and Lincoln, the gyms are pretty scarce okay. and, and hard to come by, especially good training partners. Uh, but at the time, Norfolk did have a little uh, MMA club called the scrapyard. And, you know, I kind of would come in every now and then, uh-huh. but I was training hard in my garage. And when, when I'd show up to those practice, like, oh man, these mm-hmm. guys aren't worth my time. You yeah. know? Okay. But, yeah. I just like, came from college and I was as big and as tough as I ever was, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that was just me being a big head, but, uh, ended up training there full time, but that gym closed, uh, after a couple years of training. And then I started going to Columbus to the bomb squad. Mm-hmm. And that gym ended up closing. Oh, geez. So somebody bought him out. One of the teammates from Bomb Squad bought him out and moved it to Dodge. And initially it started in his basement, just a couple of guys. I uh, did my my second pro pro fight, uh, pro, de, pro debut for LFA uh, <laughs> training camp in his basement. No way. Yeah, it's it just crazy. Uh, like an unfinished basement? Unfinished basement, cr- concrete walls. And so to do wall work, we put a mattress against the wall. <laughs> and he it's had like mats Fight on. Club, man. I love it. It really was. Yeah. Know? And so I'm a heavyweight, so I had to get, you know, one of my good buddies, Brandon Soul, to uh, come train in this little basement with me. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just two giants going at it in a little <laughs> 10 by 12 basement. It was just crazy. And for folks that don't know, these are all Nebraska towns and not big towns either. So right. you're not talking yeah. Columbus, Ohio. You're talking. Columbus, yeah. Nebraska, yeah. Nor, right? Correct. When you say heavyweight, so what is that weight class then? And like, what's the difference? Yeah, it goes to 206 to 265 Okay, is the heavyweight limit. And it's got the biggest range and weight. Yeah, that does uh, seem like, so you could fight somebody that's so at I, 200 and something and you 
I mean, what do you weigh? Like, do you? Yeah. So typically fight week going into a fight, I'm about 245. Okay. Uh, which is considered small for a heavyweight. And so I'm having guys that cut weight to 265 and then come fight day. Cause you weigh in the day before mm-hmm. they're, they're back to 275, 280. Oh, shoot. Mm-hmm. I'm a little wow. guy out there. So wow. do you, like, to me, look, like, big yeah, and super fit? That's a different world, right? But, <laughs> I mean, do you have to, do you plan to put on weight, or are you like the size you're at, or what's the whole? Yeah, no, I'm I'm good with where I'm at okay. weight-wise. Um, you know, my strength is good. My speed is good. Uh, you know, now it's just developing the skills. Okay. Stuff, so. All right. So you can take those guys. Like, they don't really intimidate you. <laughs> <laughs> part of the job I, okay, I, 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 gotta, I gotta take those guys right that's true that's true well let's talk about your latest bout because you were you went to madison square garden new york a lot of hoopla a lot of media was there uh and you still got a chance uh for the a championship bout here so kind of tell us about that you know just i couldn't imagine performing at madison square no, garden how many Anything. people are in there I'll, like be thousands the, be the halftime show of something like an expedition I, I couldn't even pull that up no. so uh you're you're in what's known as the pfl not the ufc so it's like would you consider it like triple a like a baseball terminology um no i mean yeah the ufc's got this big yeah. platform but I mean, PFL is right underneath. They're oh, doing yeah. a lot of big things. They, okay. just, they just signed the, you know, arguably the toughest heavyweight in the world, Francis Naganyu. And yeah, they're, okay. they're partnering with uh, the Logan Logan Paul. And oh, wow. So they're doing huge things and they're looking at to buy, buy out Bellator. So I mm-hmm. mean, they're going to be super. Uh, com- uh, com- well, and you have uh, cable TV, pay per view contracts. We were just talking on the way out here right. how you were on ESPN Plus. Uh, pay-per-view um so yeah i mean pfl is there and what is that professional fighters league yep right? correct yeah All right instead of ultimate fighter so to me yeah, it almost seems like there's two are they competing against each other yeah four guys they, like or four like oh the platform of yeah how the, platform, the PFL works yeah out. yeah so it's a it's a tournament tournament style uh bracket or okay. however you want to say it. so there's <laughs> yeah. 10 fighters and you get two regular season fights so everybody will fight twice at the heavyweight division they do it in multiple weight classes okay and then you uh, earn points via f- per fight so if i get like a first round finish it's six points in that first fight and the second fight i get a three round decision so i get three points so i'm sitting at nine points and then the top four people go into the playoffs Okay. Which then determines the champion. Oh, geez. So this was okay. like a semifinal playoff match, right? Correct. About, yep. Yep. You, you know, I, I always feel like a lot of uh, boxing terms spill over, you know, into yeah. MMA, you know, yeah. bout, fight, yeah. rounds, <laughs> all that stuff. Um, so that that fight didn't quite go your way, but you're still in the mix, right? Like you're a, you're an alternate and you're, you're still in the league, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I must have made an impression with the PFL. You know, they like me that I'm marketable. Uh, So they they invited me to be the alternate to the championship, uh, which is a great opportunity for me, Uh, you know, especially if somebody ends up getting hurt Mm -hmm. during training camp and Mm -hmm. and can't make it. Now I'm fighting for a million dollars. Yeah. Which which is life changing, you know. Um, And when is this? uh, In November, November 24th. Okay. So that's what you're currently training for now. Yep. Okay. Yep, Will you do any other fights? 
No, so I'm I'm under contract now. Okay, so yeah. that means yeah, you're just training yeah, for in case me. they need you. Correct. Gotcha. I don't know. He's going to miss second weekend of uh, deer season. Yeah, I mean, if he gets called up. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of that, yeah, do you hunt? Do you I do. do? Okay. I do, yeah. So I, I work at a place called Cedar Valley Hunt Club okay. uh, where Andy's dog is, mm -hmm. and we train dogs. We guide hunts. This is my first uh, you know year there, and uh, it's it's right up my alley as far as interests go. You know, I grew up pheasant hunting and okay. so this is awesome. All right. And that's kind of how I officially met Jordan was he is training my dog right now. He's got about three weeks, three weeks left of training. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So how yeah. long has Kylo been there? Uh, a little over a month. Holy cow. Yeah. Are you going to even know what to do with a dog when he, he I'm going to take home? him hunting. I'm going to take him hunting as soon as <laughs> he's going to get <laughs> So this is good lot. timing in three weeks. Yeah. Did you plan it like that on purpose, Andy? Uh, Yes. Um, Mark, <laughs> Mark called me early in the summer and I was actually getting ready to talk to either Mark or one of Ben's guys about getting Kylo some actual training. Cause all I was doing was just the typical stuff in the backyard, you know, fetch, sit, stay, that type of stuff. Right. And I wanted him, we already made a pretty good investment cause we bought him at Cedar Valley, you know, and great bloodlines. You don't want to let that just go to waste or just settle on him being a pet right mm -hmm. and they love doing that stuff being out in the field and that's why we got him so i thought let's have a professional do it i kind of looked at it like i wouldn't try to fix my hvac or my ac unit you know yeah why would i try to you know train this professional athlete athletic dog so yeah i wanted someone to help me out with that and mark actually just called me out of the blue and said hey your pup's about a year old do you do you want some training? I'm like, yes, yes, I do. You're like, you read my mind. <laughs> he goes, well, if we get him in here in a few weeks, we can slide him in and have him ready to go by a uh, hunting season. I'm like, perfect. Let's do it. You know, he's okay. like, well, do you want this program? I'm like, what, what would you do for your dog? That's what I want. Whatever, you know? And yeah. so it just so happened that Jordan was the, you're the main trainer, right? Yeah. Yep. So he's with, he's with Kylo just about every day. So, so how do you like Kylo? You can plug your ears, Andy. <laughs> Kylo's a good dog. <laughs> Turn off my, uh, hold, kidding. On, hold on, let me get my headphones turned off here. <laughs> he brings Kylo out here. He's a good dog. He's definitely a good dog. You know, uh, he's got a lot of energy, and, and he, you can tell he loves to have a job and like, uh, like chasing, fetching. So okay, he, he's definitely gonna be a good hunting dog. I think. Okay, yeah. so it's going good. It is going good. Yeah. So, so we yeah. were out there last week, and I was. The second time he was with those dummies, you know, that were being shot and thrown out a pretty good ways. Mm -hmm. uh, and our camera guy, Garrett, he's <clears throat> filmed that type of stuff before and he's been around those dogs. He's like, if that was his second time with that dummy launcher, he's doing pretty good. So I, I felt good about that after yeah. we hung out with you guys and saw that. Okay. So, yeah, it was just this machine that you put blanks in and you hit it and it launches this thing out. And they're supposed to go retrieve it. But mm -hmm. then also retrieve okay. it to us, not the guy that was shooting the, the blank correct yeah so oh. yeah i mean he had a lot going on and like i was impressed with it you know and uh hearing that that was only the second time out doing that i mean it's it's pretty cool to see that yeah and then the he was really tough to walk on a leash like i mean to where only i could walk him around be like late. the neighborhood yeah and uh ashley wouldn't even try it uh ozzy and kimber would be a train wreck you'd just be dragging the kids down the road um and the first time about a month ago when we went and visited him ozzy went with us and he walked him and there was lack you know in the leash in the and leash. everything it was just it was phenomenal i'm like well this is whatever the end bill is it's already worth it i don't care <laughs> you know right and that's what mark's about he's like first and foremost they got to be a pet right 
Because you're only going to go hunting at most, what, 14 days out of the year. The rest of those days, he's a pet. Yeah. So he's got to be a good pet first. So I, I like that approach too. Yeah. I just think that's pretty cool. And you've only been there a year though. So then you had the training, obviously, from other people. Uh, no, to, I to help learning on the job. You are uh, okay. So everyone's. Yep. I got you training you, and you got to train yep, the dog. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah. and you had a relationship with Mark, right? When you talk about Mark and Tracy, these these are the two of the best people on the planet. Oh, you know, you, yep. you can say that, and it gets kind of being. But when you're talking about these two, they really are. And you knew Mark through your wrestling, right? Wrestling, yeah. Because he's uh, a we coach. Both, both helped coach okay. Fork Public there. And, uh, yeah, and I always knew about his hunting thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was always a, a big supporter of my fighting. And he actually, he sponsors me a bunch. And, That's uh, awesome. Uh, and last year when I did the show, I had to quit my full-time job, which I was a welder in a factory. And... Uh, so I went and did the TV show, came home, and I was like, now now what do I do? Oh, shit. Because I was under contract till the end of the year, and I couldn't fight until the show was aired. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I just kind of started doing odd-end jobs, bartending, whatever I could do. Uh, so to find a job that's super supportive of what I do and, like, will work with my schedule, it's – it's that's a game huge. changer. Yeah, it absolutely. Yeah, it really and it sounds like you yeah. like obviously being out. So oh, I do it like this yeah. is like. Like yesterday, I, I worked in the morning and all I did was take dogs out hunting, dove hunting. Oh, wow. that, that And <laughs> yeah. you got paid to do it. I got paid to take dogs out hunting. It it's was so unfair. not <laughs> a bad deal. Andy, I think you need a new gig. I know. <laughs> I, I, I hate leaving. I hate leaving that place. I'm like, let's just stay here a little bit longer. Let's shoot the shit a little bit longer here. Oh. Now, I would think that it also is a a perfect like 180 where everything's amped up, you know, when you're getting ready for fight, when you're training and all that stuff. And then you just got to go out and be in the hills of Northeast Nebraska with a hunting dog, you know, in the deer stand, whatever. Like it's just a complete 180 where you can just get away from the noise. I got, I got to think that's good for you. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, when I was, I would, I would work out in the morning mm -hmm. when I was uh, just training full time, I'd work out in the morning and then I'd wait around till seven o'clock at night. And what am I, what am I going to do? Sit on the couch, watch TV, mm -hmm. do some chores around the house. But it ended up being worse for me because I, I was so relaxed on the couch. And then I'd go to practice to the super intense practice, end up like mm. straining my tricep, my right. back, whatever. Okay. Yeah, and it just was not a good deal. So I need, uh, being busy is good for me, you know? So Yeah. And that's a good busy, you know, walking dogs, taking them to this or that area of the, the farm or the mm -hmm. ranch. What, what does Mark call it? Does he call it a farm or a range? Oh, jeez. I, I guess I don't even know. I think he does call it a farm. You know? The so. farm? Yeah. How many dogs do you guys have at one time out there? So we'll train 12 at a time. Holy but cow. But then he has like 15 dogs of his own. Oh. Yeah. Well, he does a lot of guiding hunts. So okay. So he has a lot of hunting dogs and then he has a, a breeding program. Okay. Have you guys filmed him oh, on yeah. your channel there? Okay. I think we got like three or four episodes do you uh, okay with with mark and that's how and, you met him and his dogs yep okay yep. Uh, you know uh, when we first started mark was one of the first uh uh people and, and businesses to jump on board and support us and have us film a little commercial and and, yeah. and do this and do that and it really helped us get going so, okay he does sound like a good guy uh, oh just he's fantastic and, and and he's genuine you know um, and then we have always kind of kept that relationship and mm -hmm. if we can schedule a hunt up there, we do, yeah. you know, and, um, our, 
it's part of having a dog. They die, <laughs> you know, they pass away. And our, our hunting dog, Roscoe, mm-hmm. um, passed away a year and a half, two years ago. Um, so after, you know, the, the sorrow and all those emotions, you know, flood, <laughs> flood you and everything else. Um, I always kept uh, Cedar Valley and TLC, right? TLC yep. labs, yep. um, in mind because I thought short hairs are kind of amped up. They are crazy. <laughs> those dogs are crazy <laughs> and they're not they're they're loving pets they're great but man they're, they're a lot uh so i always thought what if we just got one of mark's labs you know <laughs> you know yeah and if then kind of their selling point is they're pointing labs so what do you mean uh they'll point at a pheasant for you oh much, much like a short hairs okay to do okay um so uh, and, I, and then they just wait right well, you can you can tell them to flush it out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm really excited for this upcoming upland season. Um, but anyway, uh, we I followed uh, Mark and TLC kennels on social media on Facebook, I think, and saw that they just had another litter when we were looking, and then I made the mistake I let Ashley see some of these videos of the pups running around <laughs> and playing with toys. Yeah. It was all over. Yeah. Like, I mean, of course, you're getting a dog at that point. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So we got a yellow lab. We named him Kylo, and and him and Ozzy, they're best buds. Oh, he, I bet Ozzy's missing him then. He is. Okay. He is. He, he's really missing him, and uh, it was kind of heartwarming or whatever. You know, but uh, when Ozzy went out and helped uh, with that first training session, Kylo wouldn't take his eyes off of Ozzy when he was out playing around. And Mark's like, man, I've never seen a dog so fixated on a kid like that, you know? And really? It was because they are. I Is think, that a good thing or a bad thing? Um, you know, Kylo was super distracted by him. Okay. His, so it was distracting at that point. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, like you said, it is, it's a cool moment that, you know, a dog is so. Into you know, their in, human. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know if Ozzy's the best influence on anybody. So, <laughs> so that might make sense. He's hilarious. As we're talking about all this stuff, I was thinking, obviously, of all your fighting and athletic and abilities. And you said your brothers, you had two. Two older So I want to ask, yeah. so like, were your parents super athletic or what? How was this um, like growing up? Yeah, I mean. It made me, not to like shift gears, but my head was thinking, oh my God, there's got to be major athletic genes or what? Yeah, on my, on my dad's side, you know, he... He was a heck of a ball player, basketball, okay. basketball and basketball. Uh, football. But he ended up getting in a real bad uh, accident on a motorcycle and messed his knee up and wasn't able to play co- uh, his senior year of high school football. Oh. And he was probably looking at getting recruited out to some big schools, but uh, mm. didn't work out that way. But uh, on my mom's side, uh, got a couple D1 athletes. Uh, yeah. So, and oh, wow. Definitely some big genes on both sides. Okay. Did your siblings go and play? Sports anywhere in, nope. in school? No. Nope. nope, I'm the only one. Yeah. Okay, all right. Wow, usually guys like that out of Norfolk, they're going to Wayne State or something like that. You know, like they, they get locked up pretty pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, and I I uh, toured Wayne State a couple times, and yeah. I was I was going to go there, but you know, I got the opportunity to go to Indiana, and mm-hmm. ended up working out pretty good. I, I think that Iowa Western is a is a gem too. Oh, man. You know, like the, that campus is expanding. There's so much nice new stuff going on there. And they got top of the line coaching. Like you can get Stro, Stroman. Yep. Catch Coach Strohmeyer. Yeah, yep. Strohmeyer. Yeah. I mean, he's what he's got five national championships. 
No, four. I, I think he's got two. Only two. He's oh, only got two. I was a part of one of those. Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> hey, go. there you go. But I think he was a runner-up one year, and yeah. then he got he, maybe a couple of years, but then he just came off of the one last year. And it's not that old of a program. No. You know, it no. hasn't been around that long. It really so, hasn't, yeah. And is he the only coach that they've ever had so yes. far? Yes, I think yep. so. First and only, yep. Yeah, a little little shout out there for Iowa Western. Wait, they so are the real, real first deal. and only, how long has the program been around? Um, so it was on its second year, maybe second or third year when I went there. And okay. that was back in 2010. 210. Okay. Gall. So that is a long time for a coach to be there. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, absolutely. Shoot. No, he's got, he's got quite the tenure going on. So. Uh, yeah. So we got to get back to Madison Square Garden. What was that like? It was crazy. <laughs> the yeah. bright lights, the media leading up to it. Right. Golly. How many Absolutely. people? How many oh. people were there? Oh man, I I don't know. The place was packed. They're all screaming. It was it was a great atmosphere to fight in. Uh, and they and the PFL really does it good. You know, they put on a heck of a show, and so it was a great experience. You know, and the fight didn't go my way, but you know, I I took a lot from that fight. You know, and you, mm -hmm. as you should. But uh, you know, I'm excited for the next opportunity. We'll see what happens. Did it freak you out though a little bit? Like the nerves? Did it feel different than any other fight because it was so big? Or did you try to just calm yourself? I, I do pretty well under the bright lights. You, you do because I I've wrestled at state mm -hmm. in high school. Mm -hmm. I played mm -hmm. on in the Big Ten. Yep. Uh so it, it doesn't bother me that bad, but uh, you know, it it gets to you, you know. Right. You wouldn't be human if you didn't have a little exactly, bit of, of you know, the butterflies just... and stuff, right? So how many are like, wait, do you say that in your corner? Or is that just f yeah, fighting? Yeah, like your coaches. Yeah, yeah, so how many do you bring with you? So I got two coaches I bring along, and then I usually bring uh, one of my practice partners. Okay. Yeah. All right, so when you get like hit and cut up and stuff, are they really using Vaseline? Uh, So there's a cut man that the promotion will bring in, and they'll like what are they using? down and... I, don't know I always wonder what they're it. using. Is this just the most <laughs> random question you've ever got? <laughs> That's a good question. I, I always know. feel like they have this jar. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I just yeah. Like, I'm assuming it's Vaseline as well, but I guess you don't really know. <laughs> but it just stops the bleeding for the most part. Okay, <laughs> and let's <laughs> for uh, a little while. Let's the fist kind of slide off the face a little bit easier. <laughs> okay, right? I don't yeah. know. I don't. I guess I don't know either. I don't you know? either. Well, that's why they put the Vaseline on you first mm -hmm. so it doesn't split so easy. Oh, you have that on you first before yeah. you start? Yeah, Just do. your face? Uh, yep. Okay. Correct. Okay. Yeah, and I would think, and you mentioned it, uh, playing football in the Big Ten, so that means you played at Ohio State, the Horseshoe, you played at the Big House, over 100,000 at every home game at Michigan. That's got to that's true. Pre prepare you a little bit for, for that type of a stage. Yeah, I mean, performing in front of a crowd just, has never bothered me, mm -hmm. uh, you know, to that level. So uh, it's definitely one of my uh, attributes, I think. Yeah. What do your parents think of it? Uh, my mom asked me about every time, are you about done? Are you going to quit? Oh, you know? I'm that's like, such uh, a mom just, thing. Just a little bit more. Yeah. I'm yeah. not quite done yet. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, yeah, I mean, you're just starting in my mind. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, and like my mom went to New York to watch this last fight and she was like, He'll see him again. All right. There yet. we go, Mom. Oh, yeah. so she's I got her. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I got her going on this one. So did your family came. Your mom came. Yeah, absolutely. I had Siblings. A, I had a, cool a bunch of relatives that I came bet. and just kind of made a trip out of it. And 
How cool is that? That is so sweet. Got mom in the corner now. Yeah. So uh, that's got to be good. So what do your shorts say or what are the, what's on them? Yeah, they provide them and they just say PFL, my last name. I can put a couple sponsors on. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know if you had any big thing on your belt or what it looks like or represents you. Glad you asked that because- we it was on the website and you know i think mark made the mention oh yeah thor and this dude looks like thor you know <laughs> you know uh but then i saw your t-shirt it said viking so what exactly is uh, is your logo or or your marketing well, where are we at with that uh it's still it's kind of up in the air <laughs> cuz it's like uh you want to come up with a cool catchy nickname you mm-hmm. know as a, a stage name or whatever but uh Nothing really rolls with my last name, I feel like. So Jordan, Thor, Heiderman, I just feel like that mm-hmm. doesn't sound that, that good. Okay. And nor, nor do I think Viking sounds that good either. But that's like kind of my uh, uh, my marketing deal, like, you know, the modern day Viking or whatever. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah. And I actually got the nickname from Juliana Pena, which is probably one of the best female UFC fighters right now. Uh, and she, when I was on The Ultimate Fighter, she was my coach. And she's like picking teams and she's like i want i want thor i want the viking oh <laughs> i think that you should go with that oh then. i know that's why i'm, I'm gonna yeah. let it be you know yeah. that's how the good nicknames come yeah go with thor the viking yeah, yeah. right yeah. just roll it into one yeah. <laughs> just on forget board. my last name it's jordan <laughs> thor viking right <laughs> totally that's great and then yeah if juliana is the one that gave you that name it just, just roll with it. Absolutely. What she says yeah. goes. Right, right, right. So, so with that tv show were did you have to try out um or was that so they kind of base off of like where you're at on the regional scene okay and uh i was doing well like i was one of the top prospects Uh and so that's why they bring you in on the show and okay usually the top two guys get ufc contracts uh I, i was in the top four okay so gotcha i just wondered how those you know with shows and yeah. how those things ever work out if they called you or you found them and it was like an audition or yeah, yeah. i mean it's kind of both yeah it, it is you know I, I i found out the weight classes that they were doing that uh-huh. year and i was like well okay i'm gonna let me reach out to my management team and see if we can get on this right so that's what we did sweet so as far as the professional thing goes you're kind of you know wait and see type or wait and hold, you know, because you're an alternate for the championships coming up here uh, in November. And then you're, you're still under contract though for two more fights within the next 12 months or, or how does that work? Uh, so I'm under contract till January. Mm. Um, and now that they brought me in as the alternate for the championship, you know, so now I'm tied up, but uh, I can get invited back to the tournament next year. It's okay. kind of how it works, and it hasn't been said because the this year's tournament isn't over. Right, right. So, and but you're kind of thinking, you know, if everything goes as kind of planned, you'll probably get invited back to the PFL tournament, right? Hundred percent. Yeah. Is that kind of what you're? I mean, the fact that they want me as the champion, uh, the alternate to the championship. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's kind of a no-brainer, but uh, you, you never know what can happen. You oh, know? sure. And, uh, yeah. When so, one door closes, many many open up. So. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, so are you planning on staying with Cedar Valley, you keeping that gig going? Cause I, I, like I said, I, I just want to quit everything I'm doing. I, I know I can tell. <laughs> Bye Andy. Yeah. Catch you later. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, what, what I get from there is, you know, security. Cause when mm-hmm. I'm fighting and training, I don't know when my next paycheck's going to be, you know, because right. I could fight once that year. I could fight four times that year. And 
So the money is kind of inconsistent, especially when you're at a uh, coming in le- uh, level as I am, you know, just right. kind of really getting into it. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. So having a job that's super flexible, but yet I'm still getting a paycheck. Uh, it's a good feeling and it kind of relaxes things. Uh, I, uh, yeah. And I think it's a, it's a, you know, I mean, you're doing physical manual labor, but I still think it's a relaxing job, like it a, is, yeah. a good job for that. Um, and then, yeah, Mark being supportive and Tracy and all, you know, that that's pretty cool too, that I think a lot of people don't get at their job, regardless of what it is, yeah. you know. Um, I, I want to ask you this question, because uh, I'm very curious, because it's obviously a really good fit and you appreciate what you have right across the board. Let's say you get called up um, because so-and-so sprained an ankle and they don't want to find the championship. You win that, you win the million dollars. Um, would you still consider staying at Cedar Valley just because of everything that it's done for you? Not monetarily, but mentally, physically, all that type of stuff. Uh, absolutely. Like I said, staying busy is good for me. You know, mm-hmm. uh, if I have free time, you know, I, I end up not being that productive, which is unfortunate, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna, maybe, maybe not as many hours as I do now, Sure, but, uh, definitely gonna keep working for Mark and Tracy there. They, you know. Well, you'd have a lot more engagements too. You know, you, you, right. uh, the PFL would want your time a little bit more being the champion out, out well, of, they soon. probably would uh, bust you out. You'd probably have to go move somewhere. You know? uh. <laughs> You're like, Oh crap. I don't want to move, but yeah. 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 Like if you had, if you did move somewhere, would it be another state? Like, do you know? No. Okay. I, I would probably move to Omaha just to be closer to my gym here, Skywalker okay. 101. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got a great team, a great coach here in Omaha. So, uh, yeah. I definitely kind of keep it close. But it's just not something you want to no, leave. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I want to get out of Norfolk because Norfolk's growing too big. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's not like you want to go to another bigger city yeah, right. like Omaha. Yeah. Um, so there, there are a couple really good uh, fighters, MMA fighters from Nebraska that are still getting after it. And uh, Lionheart, you know, he he just won in the, in the UFC. Do you, do you know those guys? Do you have a relationship with those guys, or is it, or are they at Skywalker? Because I don't know. Yeah, uh, Anthony is at, at Skywalker. Okay, uh, it's uh, Omaha's his hometown, so Skywalker is his home gym. But for training camps, he'll go up to Denver mm-hmm. and, and train at the, the Factory X there. Um, so I've, I've gotten many rounds in with him and, oh, wow. uh, learned, uh, cool. got a lot of knowledge from him. You know, he's got over 50 fights and he's just been around the business. He's doing yeah. big things and, yeah. uh, he's definitely one to kind of soak up as much information as you can from. So he's definitely good to have in your, in your corner. Are those side. guys pretty good about sharing information or is it all pretty like close lip? You know, they don't really want to share their little secrets. No, absolutely. Okay. They're all about helping helping your teammates get better to help them get better gotcha is the you know the big thing okay yeah. i like that then because i mean you just yeah. never know sometimes people oh, get yeah. really super cutthroat like mm-hmm. you know don't be asking me any questions i'm not right. gonna help you type right. of thing yeah the the nsaa you know governing body of high school sports um there's a number of week zero games and uh of course we did a few we, we televised a couple i was on the broadcast uh but a couple of the coaches well all, all four coaches that I talked to that played week zero, they didn't let their film out. You know? Of course not, because they don't want things <laughs> to get a, leaked. They, they or did what? a little handshake uh, before the game uh, saying, we don't want to give the week one opponent a hand up. Well, the week one opponent asked for the film, 
Um, and they said, no way. Uh, this is kind of how it all came out. You talk to this coach or that AD to get their side, whatever. But uh, right away, the NSA had to get involved and be like, oh, it's up to them. They don't have to give you the tape oh and this God. and that. You yeah. know, so that was a case where um, week one guys were saying, well, you got the advantage of getting a week under your belt. Um, we should get the advantage of having a week of film on you, you know, and have it yeah. fair out that way. But that's kind of what you <laughs> reminded me right. of. Right. Well, but you other. saying that, does that, do you watch film? On yeah, absolutely. A, yeah. Almost all the fights are on YouTube. Okay. You, know, you can pretty much find them. But. Watch your opponents and. Yeah, absolutely. Film study. So sure. like, what are you known for? Like, do people say like, you're good at this? Uh, yeah. I mean, I like to say I'm well-rounded so I can, okay. I can stand and punch and fight that way. But, uh, my wrestling defense, my wrestling offense is, you know, probably my strong suit. So. Okay. Okay. And you don't always see a lot of heavyweights that are good at that. Right. You, you know, so that's a, that's a. But why? Well, because they're heavyweights. They just want to stand there and trade yeah, punches. They don't like to move fast. Yeah. And that's oh, another advantage duh. of mine is like my conditioning and my, my speed. Yeah. I mean, you're built, but like you do look like you could be like super agile, like, you know. Mm-hmm. That's right. where I, I mean, that's where your wrestling background comes in so Absolutely. huge. Your yeah. footwork and even being a defensive lineman at a Big Ten level, I think that gives you a leg up. Yeah. Pardon the pun. <laughs> uh, on a lot of, so a lot of opponents that don't have that, you know, uh, experience. So uh, another question I had, you know, and we were talking about Anthony Smith there, and, and he helps out with Skywalker. Or is he just part of the gym? He's just one of the guys. Uh, the two coaches at Skywalker, uh, Danny and Scotty, they're mm-hmm. his original coaches from the, the get-go. You know? oh, that's pretty cool. And so he, he went to Denver just to pursue uh, tougher practice partners. Sure, sure. Yeah, they brought me in for one of his training camps, and uh, I haven't left. So. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> See, that's a you know a Nebraska guy helping a Nebraska guy, yeah. a local guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you were telling the story of how you know you went to a small gym in Norfolk and that closed, and then you went to this one, and that one ended up folding up. Um, after your your professional run, is it a thought of yours to maybe open a gym around Columbus, Nebraska, or Norfolk, to where guys in your situation are guys that just want to live in small town nebraska or whatever have a gym to go to um you know yes i've thought about it a hundred billion mm-hmm. times uh but the commitment a head coach has sure it's yeah. crazy oh like, and a they, lot they yeah. are so busy evenings mornings weekends okay gone <laughs> yeah so you right it'd almost be easier to open the gym hire some coaches do it <laughs> i would come in as like a you know just an assistant coach. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. But but you don't want to open uh, oh, yeah, Thor Viking gyms. <laughs> I, I could, and I think it, it would go really well, especially in Norfolk. Um, and it's something I'll still think about, you know, see, we'll see what happens. You know, I don't, you know, my, my career yet could be short or it could be long. So, sure. Sure. You know, I don't yeah. know what's going to happen here in the future, but uh, yeah, I've definitely thought about it. Got plenty of time, right, to, to think about those things. For me, you know, I love athletics, love sports and all that. So it was really cool how I kind of fell into broadcasting and was okay at it to where they invited me back to do it some more. And it lets me, you know, stay involved but not be a coach right, and not own right. a gym, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I feel like I've really lucked out on that front. And I was just thinking, like, man, once that stuff gets in your blood, you know, you kind of want to – you don't want to get too far from it or leave it alone, you know. Absolutely. Some people. Yeah, you never know. I mean, God, it seems like you're just like on the uptick, you know. Oh, yeah. Have, so yeah. you got some some time to go. So yeah. what do you do for fun, though? 
Um, yeah. So just over the weekend, you know, Labor Day weekend, we went to the lake and okay. did all that. Had a picnic from it's uh, actually was my birthday on Sunday. Oh, so, uh, well, happy oh, birthday. All right. Well, thank you. I got together with my family and just hung out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So do you date anybody or no? Yeah, I have a girlfriend okay. of eight years and we live together. And gotcha. She's super supportive of what I do. Okay, and, that was uh, going to be my next question. <laughs> yeah. How does she handle all of this? <laughs> she, she's actually more competitive than I am. She is. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. yeah. So what does she play sports or, you know, do? Any- yeah, she was a heck of an athlete and uh, she personal trained and uh own jazzercise for a while. And okay. Our whole basement is a, a, a weight room essentially. I uh, bet. So oh, we wow. had some um, personal personal training clients down there. Okay. She, she ran for a while, but uh, yeah, yeah. So she's definitely definitely a big supporter and into the fitness stuff. Okay, that's huge. I'm yeah, sure you huge. always get the question. Oh my god, eight years. So when are you going to get married? Is that not the question you always get? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so just so you know, when you get married, then the next question is going to be when are you going to have kids? <laughs> just so you know, yeah. that's just how this works. But it is, it is how it works. Always. So. And then you have a one and then they're going to say, when's the other? It just never stops. <laughs> never so. stops. But never. that's it's good. All, it's all fun. Well, good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, she did she because uh, I watched all your interviews and all the the fun media stuff leading up to that fight in Madison Square Garden, and a gal that interviewed him on YouTube, uh, the first thing she said was, "Oh my God, your eyes are so green; they match your shirt." She did. She said, that was her first like she didn't even ask because she just made that. And, what did you What did you do? Did it throw you off? Do you even uh, remember her saying that? Yeah, no, I do actually. <laughs> he goes, "Oh, and thank like, you I, for noticing." <laughs> <laughs> they uh they walked me into this dark room so i couldn't see nothing and then there was just like this lighted up circle that i had to look into and blind myself so i couldn't see nothing but they could all see me apparently and uh yeah and she made that comment i just thought it was funny that is but funny was she thinking, wasn't standing right there no she was like behind a bunch of computer screens or something oh mm-hmm. okay so i should watch i was that. gonna ask did your girlfriend she probably doesn't care for that uh uh, I haven't even seen that interview, so I don't think she's seen it. <laughs> I was just thinking, oh my God, she's <laughs> kind of getting off track here right away. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. So is your social media presence, like, do you feel like you have to do a lot with that now? Or is that tough? Do you care? Yeah. How does that work with uh, what you do? Yeah, so like with the show, The Ultimate Fighter. Mm -hmm. I like tried tried being some like more vocal, like somebody I'm not. I'm not a vocal person. I like to be quiet. I like to like watch and hang out. Uh huh. Uh, So that definitely wasn't me. Uh, But now, like, I'll I'll make an effort to post because it's important. You know, you got you got to tell your story and kind of show your background, and that's what people want to see. But it's definitely something I struggle with, and I'm trying to get better at it. Yeah. So so I come do podcasts and cool stuff. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, we struggle at that all the time. Yeah. I feel like with the business, it's, it's just such a weird balance. It like, is. When is enough? And, uh, you know, with, with my show and other things that we do, you oh. know, I, I try to like, you know, post whatever, four times, five times a week. But then I'll end up going down a rabbit hole where I'm on Twitter or X now. Uh, it's like, oh, my God, I just burned an hour. It was like, God, I didn't mean for that to happen. I'm right. just trying to post this, this and this, you know, or schedule stuff out. So. Uh, that's, it's just a weird balance and you're told, you know, you need to do it and there's merit yeah. to it and all this other stuff. But then I think, is there really, you know, 
I mean, I have, yes. two, I have 2,000 followers. I mean, I agree what, with what both. But do? like, <laughs> people want to know him. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? And like, or He's people an want to know. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. So well, then they can be rooting for you and stuff like that. Well, yeah, but, he's got a fan base. Yes, he exactly. Needs, he just, but that that throws a whole other layer on it. You have a fan base that you feel you need to just keep feeding, you know, because yeah. they want it. And it's, yeah, it's like never enough. And I mean, I, I was kind of shocked when we were driving out here. We were talking about some other MMA fighters and they're just making a mint off their YouTube channel, off mm-hmm. their personal podcast. And you're like, oh, I didn't see that. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, but. I yeah. probably get into it a little bit more than most, but I mean, yeah, you're probably on YouTube a lot. Those dudes, I mean, he's some of those guys are cranking out four hundred thousand of views every little thing they put out. It's just crazy. It's amazing. Wow, you know. So yeah, I mean, you could you could be there, especially I with tried, your, I tried. You, you know your story. I, I would just when you're taking a, a Kylo for a walk. Just live stream that, man. I'll I'll tune in. I want to see. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you're right? funny. Yeah, I mean, but that is something different. It is, and like I'm the guy that wants to enjoy the moment, not capture the moment. Yeah. That's so cool. like I've done yeah. so many cool things and done, yeah, you know, seen a lot of things, but uh, I just never catch the moment because I'm I'm enjoying the moment. You know. I love which... that. No, I feel the same way with people at baseball games, at concerts. They're on their freaking cell phones. Mm-hmm. Like no, 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 no. Uh, there's professionals that are filming this. If you want to go back and watch it again, you can on a professional level. It's really good. You and your iPhone, you're not going to get it. You, you know, you're yeah. not going to capture it as well as what you could go back and watch. So just enjoy the goddamn moment. I know. <laughs> right. But are they, so they filmed the whole concert on their cell phone. Are they going to go back and watch it? Yeah, though? probably not. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, not on your cell phone. Yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. That's garbage, you exactly. know? <laughs> and uh, just a funny story. Uh, while I was in New York, we, they wanted to do some filming just to kind of promote, promote the fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went to go see the Statue of Liberty and we did a boat tour. Mm-hmm. And so we had a camera crew following me around. And there were some people there that seen me talking in front of the camera and stuff. And so at the end of the tour, they were waiting with their phones, like trying to catch a video of me. And I'm like, you even know my name. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea who I am. Right. That's but they hilarious. just knew yeah, you were you somebody. Gotta you yeah. got to be somebody. <laughs> well, they're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a star, so did a they star. know who yeah. you were? Did you? I have no idea. Oh, okay. I didn't stop and talk to them. Oh, I thought maybe you did. Oh, that's funny. Well, we're rolling up up. Up on about an hour here. We, oh, gosh. We, we really? have a, well, 40, 50 minutes. Yeah, um, shoot. We, we have a tradition here. Should we should we bust it out? Yeah. And we've got a little bit of a uh, curveball, but we added to it because of, of your day job or one of your day jobs here. This, Ben had this all made. Ben's a, he's a master. Yeah. He's a marketing he's, mastermind. I guess that's what you would say. <laughs> This table is also a speakeasy. And what we usually do is we have a, a shot with all of our guests, and we always like to feature another Nebraska band, brand, uh, Cooper's Chase Vodka, out there in West Point. Yep. Doug Trainer, if you ever met him, he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he's fantastic. He's so funny. And, and his distillery is right there in West Point. He uses the grains from the Beamer Elevator there in Nebraska to, cool. make, to uh, make his vodka and bourbon. We ran out of his bourbon. So, yeah, in honor of having the professional dog trainer here, you got a, a good one. We got bird dog. Hey, I'm gonna have to do that one, I guess. You want to try that one? That's what I'm gonna do. That's what I'm gonna do. All right, so, well, you got to open it though. I got a blade here. Okay, see what we can do. I should just have him do it. 
He's, yeah. He's a big, yeah, you open. You're a big tough off. guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to look like a sissy because I can't. <laughs> no. Let me get the camera wrong. <laughs> yeah, that looked pretty easy there. Yeah, didn't you didn't need your knife. There we go. All right, I'm going to try the go. bird dog too. Ooh, I can smell it. I want the bird dog. I've never had it. Have you had bird dog before? I don't think I have. What would be your choice of liquor? Like if you go somewhere, you're drinking a Coors now, so you'll have a beer, but yeah, do you like sure. hard liquor too then? I do. I'm definitely a whiskey guy. Okay. I'm, I'll do like Makers or All right. yeah. Jack yeah. or something. Okay. okay. Good. Well, I, I got this for Christmas one year and it's all gone. So, so you one. thought you'd get it again? Yeah. Good it is a good idea though because- I mean, he is training your dog. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Uh, I'm on board. Okay. All right. Ooh, I can smell that peach. Yeah. A lot of times I pass, but I, I'm feeling feeling good about Bird this one. dog, peach flavored whiskey. All right. What's the toast to? To. PFL championship? Yeah. Hey, All right, there the we future. go. Jordan to the future. Here we go. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Pretty kind of sweet, isn't it? Actually, that's really sweet. Have you had that before? No. And I'm not a huge whiskey person, but yeah, I do feel it a little bit burning. Yeah, burning my throat. uh, The aftertaste is a little bit different than the the first the first hit there. Yeah. So, huh? That would definitely be good on some rocks or something. That's what I'm thinking. I feel like it does need to be cold for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got a shirt for you too. Sweet. Yes. Yes. That one that Andy's wearing. A nice common folk podcast shirt. So. All right. Yeah. This was nice. This was fun fun. to meet you when Andy said your name and what you were doing. I'm like, oh gosh, this is exciting. I don't know enough about fighting. So. Well, and how Ben always likes to frame it, you know, and what he's big after uh, with this podcast is getting common folk, everyday people in and around, you know, nebraska but midwest here that are doing really cool shit and, and here we you. yeah here we go we got a guy from norfolk nebraska that's fighting mixed martial arts at the highest level and he's also a dog trainer a bird by dog day. yeah he's guiding hunts <laughs> by day it's just it's fantastic it's amazing i wish when i grow up i would want to be jordan that's <laughs> that's what i want to do right right there you go so with that, we had our toast, we had our drink. Jordan, thank you so much for hopping oh on with gosh. us. Oh my gosh, thank you for coming. Yeah, I appreciate it. This was it, awesome. Guys. All righty. All right, we'll see ya. Later. Peace.